Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello there and welcome to the Cultivating Her Space podcast live, Her Space chat on Spotify, Green Room. I'm Terry Lomax, a speaker, author, brand strategist, and one half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast, which has new episodes every single Friday and bonus video content for each episode on Patreon every Thursday night. You can also find us on most platforms where podcasts are played. And if you listen on Spotify, you can get our exclusive after show in app every week. Now, if you like to start your own podcast and you're interested in making multiple streams of income, but you need a little bit of guidance, you can join me for my free podcasting masterclass at podcastwithterry.com. And if you are tuning in live, Click the area below Ask to Speak and drop a heart right now in the discussion tab to let us know that you are ready for the conversation. And if you're catching the replay, don't be shy. We literally release episodes, live sessions like this every Friday at 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time on Green Room. So join us. Now, today we are talking about managing anxiety in the midst of COVID-19. Dun, dun, dun. All right, Dom. <laughs> okay. Well, hello, everyone. I am Dr. Dom, the other half of the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I am a licensed psychologist and college professor. And I want to go over with you a few housekeeping tips. So, while we want to hear from you, this is a live show and we prioritize listening experience of you and the rest of the audience. So let's dive into these housekeeping tips. For those of you who are with us live, if you request to speak, please be in a quiet environment with little to no background noise. Introduce yourself quickly, share your thoughts concisely, and try to keep your comments to two minutes or less. Also, if you request to speak, please don't be offended if something comes up and we are unable to invite you to the speaker platform, or if you go over the two minute mark and we have to cut you, your conversation short. Know that we are doing it with love out of respect for our 20 to 30 minute time limit. In this particular room, we also ask that you refrain from self-promoting and instead offer value and let folks connect with you organically. Remember, givers gain. And lastly, if you are a speaker, mute yourself whenever you aren't speaking and then take yourself off mute when you are ready to contribute. Um, please know that Terry and I lead the conversation and we do have the right to, we do reserve the right to gently nudge folks out of the speaker platform, or we may encourage those who are with us live who want to speak, we may call you out and ask you to speak. And again, know that everything that we are doing 
is out of love and respect for our overall listening experience. All right, so are we ready to dive in? I see some hearts for those who are joining us live. I see some hearts in the chat. So that says to me that we are ready to dive in. Our quote of the day. So our quote of the day says, I cannot control the wind or change the direction of the wind, but I can always adjust my sails to reach my destination. And I'm going to read that one more time to help ground us into this conversation. I cannot control or change the direction of the wind, but I can always adjust my sails to reach my destination. All right, team. So today we're talking about managing anxiety in the midst of COVID-19. How does that quote sit with you considering our topic of conversation? Honestly, I feel like this quote here is, it's just been one of those, I don't know, girl, I don't know. I, I Can y'all believe that we're still in the midst of this? Like this is still happening? I remember back in, what was it? Like February of 2020. I think that was the last time I took a flight, possibly. It may have been a little after that. But when we, right before COVID hit and we had plans for the summer and we're like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to travel. I was supposed to travel last year and go on vacation. And I just feel like this quote really sums up really the best perspective to have in the midst of what we're what we're faced with right now, because it really is unpredictable. I kind of feel like in some ways, 2020 went by fast and also kind of slow at the same time. But the fact that we're already in, August of 2021 is bizarre because this year is it's it feels like it's almost over and so I don't know it just for me means that we really need to focus on what we can control because there's so much that's outside of our control and yes that's always the case with life but I think that COVID-19 really taught us that oh yeah you're really not in control you thought you was controlling stuff nah you're not in control and so to stay sane and and okay, I think this is one of the best quotes to lean into right now. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. That, you know, the biggest lesson that we've gotten from all of this is, yes, we are not in control, right? And part of what helps us is recognizing that things are constantly changing. And I think about for myself, just constantly reminding myself that I need to identify what is within my control in this ever-changing environment and 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 also giving myself credit for navigating all of this, right? So extending myself some grace and compassion because we are living in uncharted times, right? And and knowing that, I think one thing that can be comforting is knowing that all of us are dealing with the same thing, right? I think sometimes it can feel really lonely and isolating when we are navigating something and it, and no one else may be going through the same thing, right? But right now with COVID, all of us 
every single one of us. There is like no person on this earth right now who is untouched by COVID in some way, right? And I think that recognizing that, right? Like recognizing that we are not alone can also kind of make this a little bit easier to to navigate. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. And I do believe it feels like deja vu because, you know, we have some folks that are, it just feels like we're very much in flux. There's, there's, you can't really depend on a lot right now, right? You might book a flight and then later, I actually had a friend who was coming to visit and then she's like, eh, we got the Delta, the Delta, and then we got the B and we got the ABC. I mean, there's just so much as far as the variants. And so she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cancel and we'll reschedule. So I think about how some folks are going back to work, right? Some folks are, they've gotten the update that they won't be going back to work this year. They'll be going back to work right. next year, making it almost two years of not being in the office or in the work environment and working from home, which is like right. bizarre, right? You got kids, some folks got them kids going back to school. Yes. <laughs> some have yes. decided not to let the kids go back. And then, you know, we still have the controversy around vaccines and that continues you see people on social media who are like get the jab and then some folks like don't get it and then they're arguing in the comment section about their you know their perspectives and how they feel about it and whether they trust the government or not there's just so much going on it's a lot to navigate exactly what about you dom what's coming up for you around that the state of the world i think all of that is like that is important for us to think about right and and I want to go back to something else that you had said in the beginning about like time and the concept of time. And I think that for a lot of people through this pandemic, the concept of time has changed. So, you know how you were saying that it felt like, you know, we're in August of 2021, right? And there are some ways in which it felt like March 20, uh, March 2020 feels like years ago Mm -hmm. and in other respects it feels like it was just yesterday right Right. and and really trying to figure out the concept of time like I there are multiple times where I walk into and I say walk into but what I really mean is enter a zoom room because most things are still virtual right I pop up in on that zoom screen and we, you know, I can be engaging in conversation with folks and someone will say, yeah, so today is, uh, today is Friday. And then someone else will say, um, no, no, it's not. <laughs> today is Wednesday. And we'll, the rest of us will look around and kind of say, oh, wait, oh yeah, today is Wednesday, but mm-hmm. it feels like Friday, but I don't know what day it is really. Mm-hmm. And that concept of time has shifted for a lot of us because especially for those folks who are still working from home because things like you don't if you're not physically leaving your house then it's hard to kind of tell what day it really is because everything seems to be the same every day seems to be the same that is such a good point. It made me think about the fact that I have not, like, I have so many clothes in my closet. Some of them I can't fit no more, but 
mind your business. Mind your business. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be in my business, (laughs) y'all. But some of the clothes, I'm like, I have not touched some of these outfits in forever. I think during the pandemic, my mindset shifted around the way I purchased things as well, because I'm like, a lot of things we didn't think we could do from home. I I will say there are some people that you just have to go to work, right? Like you have to be in the field Mm -hmm. and I respect that and understand that. And at the same time, I think there are so many different roles and jobs and opportunities that we realized, oh, wait, we could actually do this right from home and just pop up on, pop out on the camera and make it, make it do what it do and have your shirt on and have no pants on. Nobody judges you. I haven't put on like my heels in forever. So it's just very different. You know, haven't spent a lot of money because I haven't really needed to do those things. But as you, Dom, as you are preparing to go back to work for right now, because that could change. Who knows? Right. Right. (laughs) What are you mentally doing to, like, prepare yourself to go back to work and also to manage any anxiety that may come around with that decision? Yeah. So that's a great question, because I know that there are a lot of folks who are having to figure out how to get back into the office. And I know that there are a lot of universities that, you know, that have been all remote last year are inviting folks to come back on campus and be in person. And I think the hard part is that every place is doing something different, right? So it's hard to say, like, I can't call a colleague at another university and get insight on how to navigate something specific to, you know, when my university is doing something different than theirs, right? And even within departments on campuses, like those things are different. And I think about, so for me personally, the thing that I focus on in terms of managing my anxiety around being back on, being back in the office, right? So I think about, well, what are the things that I can control, right? So if you're listening and you're trying to figure out you're in a similar situation, think about, okay, well, what what are the things that are within your control? With these new, with the new Delta variant and who knows what other variants may come about, when you're being asked to come back into the office, you may have concerns around your safety, right? And my, for me, the thing that I focus on is if I know that safety around navigating germs and potential exposure is a big deal to me, then I think about, okay, well, what is my office providing in that regard, right? So is my office being supplied with air purifiers? Uh, do we have proper ventilation? Do Are they providing hand sanitizer, wipes, Lysol, things like that, right? And if they aren't, because there are a lot of offices that aren't able to do that, then, then I make sure that I pack a bag that has those things in there. Let me be clear. I'm not packing a bag with an air purifier. I'm not that, that's, that's a bit much, but I am packing my Lysol and my gloves and and wipes and hand sanitizer so that I can wipe off common touch points and I can spray Lysol like before I go into a shared bathroom, you know. So they, I think about what are the protocols that I can take in the spaces that I'm going to ahead of time, right? And let's say because, you know, 
things are unexpected things happen. Let's say that I'm going going into a space and I'm not prepared with my usual protocols. At a minimum, I'm going to wash my hands, right? Constantly make sure that I'm washing my hands. And so you have to think about, for as an individual, think about the things that you need to do to keep yourself safe, right? And I think it goes without saying, even though there are some folks where this is controversy, for me, it goes without saying that I'm wearing my mask, right? Regardless of what my vaccination status may be, I'm wearing a mask. So for me, it's about, as an individual, thinking about what are the things that I can do to keep myself and the people around me safe. Don, those are really good points. And I appreciate you sharing that. Hopefully it gave you, lady, or if we have some fellows in here, um, an idea around what you might be able to do if you're if you're also transitioning back into the workplace. I do want to say as someone that is working from home at this point indefinitely, I there are a lot of things that I realize I appreciate about the time that we're in. I know that it can definitely be, uh, it's been a tough time for many of us, and I've had my moments of, you know, and there are definitely days where I'm like, dang, it's a little rough, but I think overall, mm-hmm. I've also found the silver lining in some of this, and I think one is not feeling bad about people being in my personal space, so if I am either visiting someone or I'm out somewhere, now it feels like those of us that don't really want to be touched or like be in you know, close proximity to folks, you kind of have a, there's like a bigger reason that people get now. You don't have to do a lot of explaining. You can just step back and people, like I haven't shaken someone's hand and I don't know how long, you know what I mean? That feels great. I don't know where your hand's been, right? It feels great. I would say, yeah, no. (laughs) I would say also wearing the mask as much as it's like, it's so uncomfortable in certain environments wearing a mask, but I have not been sick in over a year. Like I haven't had any colds or anything that's also a good feeling. So I've been digging that. And then um, also being a homebody, not feeling an expectation to go places that I may not want to go. So I think those are some of the things that are top of mind for me as someone who is at home, who will probably be home with a newborn. So it's um, it adds another a whole nother dynamic there. Now you touched on a few of the ways that you're managing anxiety, Don, but I do want to dive into some of the other tips that we have. Um, yeah. And we also have another episode about this, a longer extended episode on the podcast. So you definitely want to check that out. The first tip that we have to manage anxiety is to stay informed. I'm going to add a little asterisk Yes. next to stay informed. Please do. I personally, yeah, because I, I was going to say sometimes the news will give you anxiety. Like, so be mindful yes. of where you're getting your news, what you're tuning into, what content you're letting into your psyche as you're scrolling down your timeline on social media. I saw yeah. something, this is a little off topic, but I saw something the other day and someone was like, it feels like we don't have a president right now because they're so used to the old president, like always being in the news, always sharing something and kind of just being low key triggered by all the stuff that he was doing that now they're like, it feels like we have a substitute teacher and like we're waiting for the real teacher to come back. And I was like, oh, I mean, if you think about that's it. interesting. Right. It's like you don't hear about our the, the, the president being in the news. It's often with so much um, so much content that just makes you. Yeah. Like the shocking content where you're just like, what the what's going on? So that's I thought that was interesting. So it kind of goes back to like staying informed, right, being mindful about where you're getting your content and how much you can handle at that given moment. Right. One of the things that I, I tell people with that is to set limits for yourself. Right. 
So for some of us, what that looks like is you know that you can't watch certain things on the news, right? So I know that the the a lot of the news likes to be sensationalized, right? And so you can't watch videos of COVID patients, right? Dying and things like that. And so for you, it may be better to listen, you know, to listen to the news or to read the news, right? So that you're not getting, taking in the visuals. And then also with that, setting time limits on how much you're going to spend consuming the news each day. You know, one thing that I often suggest to folks is take in the, you know, maybe spend maybe 15 minutes first thing in the morning. Well, not first thing, but, you know, that's in your general getting ready routine in the morning of 15 minutes of getting updated on the news. Right. And then maybe 15 minutes again later on in the evening, but that's it. You don't need more than that to get just the high-level important things that matter to you. And so then that takes us to tip number two, which is to acknowledge your feelings. I think oftentimes if we don't allow ourselves to first acknowledge what the feelings are, then that won't allow us to move forward in a way that's going to be that's going to feel healthy or helpful, right? So, if I'm feeling anxious but I'm not acknowledging my anxiety, if I'm in denial about it or I'm pushing it aside, then I not chances are that I'm not going to engage in any behaviors that will help mitigate that anxiety. If anything, the behaviors I'm engaging in might only exacerbate those feelings. And so then I get on this hamster wheel of just being in this constant cycle of anxiety. But if I allow myself to acknowledge that the feelings exist, then I can step forward and say, okay, if I'm feeling anxious, what can I do about it? I love it. And that takes us on to number three, which is, as we've said in the episode before, and so we said on the podcast before, focus on what you can control. And one of the things that this makes me think about, Dom, is setting boundaries. And I think that over the past year, one, being pregnant, then being a new mom, and then being, you know, being alive in the midst of this pandemic, it has really tested my I want to say boundary setting muscle because there are one, I have a little human to advocate for who can't, you know, advocate for themselves. So I am like on it trying to be the best mama bear I can be and like making sure my child is protected, but then also setting boundaries for myself because if I get sick, then I'm impacting the baby. Right. So I think, you know, we have tons of episodes about boundaries, but I think that focusing on what you can control makes me think about how I showed up in different ways as it relates to setting boundaries. So whether it's people coming to visit and even though some folks, they're like, um, I don't really want to wear a mask. It's like, well, you, you got to, if you're trying to visit, if you're trying to come in here, like you got to wear a mask, right? right? right. Or, or people that want to hug or, you know, just whatever it might be in your life. So I would definitely lean into that as well, because there's a lot that we can't control. But if you take a look at it, there are certain things that we can control. And sometimes it's going to, you know, encourage us to build some muscle 
that we may not have really built before or we may not have worked out before, but I do find that it's really useful when we tap into that and just focus on like, what are the things that I can control right now? Like my routine, that's something I can control. So whether it's working out and eating well and doing what I need to do to make sure that I am showing up as the best that I can be and I'm in a good mental space, those are things that I can control. Now, we asked a question in the discussion and we said, how are you managing anxiety during this time? And one of the answers is honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out. So if you all have any feedback that you want to share or any questions that maybe we can provide insight on, or we can all just kind of ponder together because we don't have all the Mm -hmm. answers. We might be able to find you with some answers, but we don't have all the answers. We're in this together, okay? We are in this together. Um, Let us know in the chat. Anything else coming up for you around this topic, Donna? Um, I think, you know, I just want to acknowledge that it's okay to still be trying to figure it out, right? That we, like you said, we're all in this together and things are constantly changing. And so if that, if as things change, how you navigate things may need to change and that's okay. You know, none of us, if there was somebody who had this completely, totally figured out, I think we might be out of the pandemic by now right, if someone had right. to completely figure it out, but they don't. And so we're all trying to navigate this thing. And I think what that encourages is for all of us to extend grace and compassion to other people. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I'm constantly reminding myself is that, you know, adults make make their own choices. I mean, kids too, but you know what I mean. Adults make their own choices and I'm not going to argue with grown people around the choices that they're making. We are all all entitled to make the choices that feel comfortable for us. I might not like it and that's okay too. Yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad that you pointed that out. And I was actually, I was going to say something that totally, totally escapes me at the moment, but I'm glad that you said acknowledge that it's okay that you're still trying to figure it out because when you really, if you just think about 10, 15 years down the line, when we look back on this time period, this is a, this is a wild time to be alive. Mm-hmm. This is a wild time. Like we, this is so, this is, the wild is the word. Like I, just, I don't know what, I don't yeah. know what else to call it. Like this is just, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Okay. It's like interesting. Fact, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think about what was that 10 12 years ago with h1n1 mm-hmm. and at that time i was working at a um in i was working on a college campus and we were in a health center and to work in a health center oftentimes people are required to get the employees are required to get the flu shot and that year we were required to get the flu shot to combat H1N1, right? And I cannot recall people being against it in the way that, like, the level of controversy around it, the way there is controversy now, right? And there's a piece of me that wonders if some of it is about our access to information, Mm. Right. Like the times that we're in, we have access to so much information. So there's an abundance of people saying, "Okay, I'm going to make my own decision based on the information that I have access to. Mm -hmm. 
And and so I think that that's what makes that's part of what's what is contributing to this feeling so different than any other thing that we've been through. Yeah. No, I would definitely, definitely agree with that. We have way more access to information now. And also, like you said before, this is something that's impacting the whole world. And so if you are listening to this episode, just know, like, you may not have achieved all of the goals that you wanted to achieve in the past year, year and a half. You may not be where you want to be. You may be going through a rough time, but you're still here. And I truly believe that if you're still here, there's still hope. And so we're all in this together. We here. Yes. We made it. There's still yes. you know, a journey ahead of us. I do want to also point out in closing that we have a lot of episodes that have gotten folks, including ourselves, through the pandemic, yes. okay? Yes. And just through life in general, okay? So there are episodes about managing anxiety. There are episodes about how to stay positive when you're in a negative environment. We have episodes about... Um, dealing with or coping with a family member that might have a mental illness, like literally so many topics on the podcast. So definitely go through the podcast archives, see what episode resonates with you and check it out. And you can literally meet us here, same time, same place every Friday, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time here on Green Room. And then we have produced episodes that are released every Friday. So we just got content on top of content, on top of content for you. So come and check us out. Yes, yes, please do. We are looking forward to seeing you in this space next Friday, 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern. Thank you for tuning in.